0: Imagine working hard through four semesters, getting ready to graduate with the desire to get your career started as quickly as possible. Then lockdown happens. Welcome back to the Deep Digital Dive Podcast with Prepper. I am Adam, and today my guest is Ashley Rowe. Hello, Ashley, thank you for joining us.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: great. it's good to it's good to see you. It's been a while since uh, since the classroom. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can start by just telling us a little bit about, uh, where your lifelong learning journey has taken you since, uh, since Fanshawe College when we worked together.
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, most recently, I graduated from the business marketing program at Fanshawe College, um, right in the heart of the pandemic. Um, Around May 2020 is when I graduated. So we had a very, very quick shift uh, to virtual learning for the exam period and things like that. And then, um, you know, it was time to enter the workforce. But Uh, you know you're trying to enter the workforce as the world is shutting down you know there's definitely some challenges that come with that which we can elaborate on later but currently I'm working as an account manager for a company called Maine we're a Canadian-based company that manufactures planters window boxes and kind of garden materials for the United States and Canada um as well, I also volunteer with a few global organizations. One of them being called Hobie, and I can definitely say that the lifelong learning journey is something that is always going to continue. It doesn't matter if I'm in the classroom setting; I feel like I'm learning something new every day.
0: That's awesome. So, <clears throat> yeah, graduating during a pandemic or graduating right after uh, a pandemic has begun because um, it was just it was it was right after for you. And the world was uh, everyone, every sector, everything was figuring out how to do things a little bit differently. What most people who are graduating, they don't have to deal with that. They've got to deal with enough, Mm -hmm. but they don't have to deal with that on top of everything. So how did that change that postgraduate trying to trying to, you know, get your career kickstarted kind of thing? What what challenges did that present? And what did you what did you do to overcome them?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, being a recent graduate is very hard. And then to add a pandemic on top of that makes it, uh, you know, very a little bit harder. Um, finding a job with entry level experience um, sometimes can be a little bit more challenging. So I guess I'd like to talk a little bit about what I did and how I adapted, um, because You know, we weren't necessarily going to networking events in person or the typical job process. Um, Interviews weren't in person. So the tool that I found extremely helped me was LinkedIn. Um, One of the challenges that I set for myself very, very early on using LinkedIn was I, I knew the job that I wanted. I knew the field I wanted to go into, but I had no idea how to get there because the game changed like that. So the challenge I set for myself, and I can also encourage other recent graduates, is I challenge myself to connect with 100 people on LinkedIn that either A, had a title that I wanted, or B, worked for a company that I wanted to work for. Nice. Um, Thank you. And from there, I was able to learn from industry professionals I never thought I would be able to meet. Um, I was able to gain resume skills, meet connections along the way. And those connections eventually led me to the current job that I have right now. It's something I never thought um, I would... Need to do or really be presented with that opportunity to connect with so many people, not just from Canada, but around the world. And eventually, the skills that I learned and the people I met along the way helped lead to my current career right now. So, that I believe is how I really overcame kind of that pandemic. We can't really go and meet people. So, let's have a Zoom uh, session or things like that.
0: Yeah, that's it's it's interesting. I I think that's a really great strategy and, and one that, um, one that when handled properly works for a lot of people. That's that's how I started handling my job seeking when I was ready to start not just taking whatever came along and, and really wanting to find the, the very best fit. And I graduated into a recession. It wasn't a lockdown, but <clears throat> the opportunities weren't growing on trees. And so when I really decided I wanted that good fit, I had to do it differently. And I did. I made a short list of companies I wanted to work for, a short list of bosses I wanted to work for, and just started reaching out to them on LinkedIn. I think that that's awesome.
1: Yeah. What
0: What um What inspired you to do that, or what inspired you to to devise such a strategy and pursue it?
1: Um. Honestly, the. Strategy that really inspired me. I I definitely think something I learned through school is, um, you know, the hard work that you have to put in or, you know, the different strategies that you have to take. Um, a year before that, I never would have thought to do something like that. But the, the situation came about and I really knew that um, you know, applying to jobs um, and things like that at the very beginning wasn't working for me without these connections. And I will admit, I um, there was a lot of rejections. There was a lot of very close calls. You make it to the third and final interview and it doesn't work out, and those those sting a little bit. And those kind of all of those rejections, I think, really added this like personal drive in me to keep going, to keep learning. Um, If somebody suggested a course to take online, like Google Analytics, okay, perfect, let's try that. And now let's connect with three other people I also see that have this certification and things like that. So it it was kind of a push and shove in terms of rejections came, okay, let's try two more strategies. And eventually, um, you know, the biggest takeaway is sometimes it is a numbers game of you, you can't give up um, in that job search. So I think, you know, constantly evolving myself and the ways that I tried to do things did eventually lead me to the career I have now.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, making friends with rejection is, is a tough, is a tough one, but it's a real one. I don't know how many like rejections I've had probably, probably a, a couple thousand. Yeah. Oh, without without exaggeration and
1: close. (laughs) And, you know, it will still happen too, even in my next career. Right. It's rejection is bound to happen um, anywhere, but it allows you to grow so much from it.
0: Yeah, it's true, especially I mean, the hard part is getting is getting some actionable feedback from the people rejecting Mm -hmm. you. You know, that's often often that isn't information you get. And that can be frustrating as well, too. So getting good and getting Tenacious about asking for that feedback is is also part of it, I find so you've done some freelance uh, you're a media coordinator, and on top of that you're now like managing accounts you're in the client success world right,
1: mm-hmm. so how
0: how did your education, how has your education helped you along that career path.
1: Yeah, um, I can definitely elaborate on that so. For me, my education um, really allowed me to explore the strengths and weaknesses that I wouldn't necessarily know I had in this job, um, you know. Force. So, you know, I found my classroom knowledge to be incredibly important because when applying for a career straight out of college, um, I didn't necessarily have industry experience, but the experience that I could bring was. Sometimes, um, from an Excel class that I took, that ended up actually helping me in an assessment that ended up landing the job that I currently have. Um, one thing I will say though is education, um, I personally don't believe stops when I left the classroom. I feel like I constantly learn every day from my job, but also the people I surround myself with. And I definitely encourage um, people that, you know, when the classroom setting ends continue to challenge yourself continue to learn um, from online books people Um, so I can definitely say my education journey hasn't stopped and I can't wait to see where that continues to take me
0: that's a great takeaway are there are there any other key lessons like about leadership or client success or yourself that you've learned along the way
1: yeah, definitely. I think I've touched on this a little bit before, but um, the willingness to adapt is something that um, is a very hard lesson. I think we all learn at some point, but the the truth is that the job force that I joined a year ago and the job force that I joined now is completely different. Uh, you know, technology is advancing at a rate that we've never seen before and the demands that the workforce has have completely changed. So I think the biggest takeaway is really being open to adapting to the new ways to do things. Um, And, you know, just being very comfortable with change was just something I never really had to get myself into until I joined the workforce. And um, my job in just under a year has changed so much from the day that I was hired there. And I believe that it will continue to do so uh, kind of as I go through
0: yeah it, it's I, I think um <clears throat> a lot of people had to change at the same time that you graduated because COVID forced them to and it, it, as human beings we're we're often not given to change we're often like resistant to change we don't like it but when we have to do it as it turns out we're really really good at it um like i've seen some of the data that's come out now about companies who embraced innovation and stuff and they're actually doing it they're they're, they're doing it and they're changing and the, the a lot of the attitudes as well are changing uh, as about um, in person versus remote models. Companies and managers who previously said that oh that'll never work here had to make it work, mm-hmm. and um, and I think it's changed a lot of uh, it's changed a lot of individual perspectives, but it's changed a lot of um, the way that a lot of companies and teams operate now. And some of them are like well you know what this is good. This is good. This is, we can do this. And we're saving a lot of money. Right. And uh, a lot of places who are kind of, you know, at the beginning of lockdown desperate to get back to normal are kind of enjoying the new normal. And, and some have no plans to go back anymore uh, is what I'm hearing from a lot.
1: Definitely. I've heard that a lot as well.
0: Yeah. Um, So about the work that you're doing now, what do you love most about it?
1: Yeah. um, So One of the first things I'd probably like to touch on is I'm very lucky to have a great work environment. Um, The people who I do my day to day with, um, I learn so much from them every day. I think um, we are a small business. So, you know, we're under 20 people. So you really get to know the people that you're working with. And I, I assume that would be different for bigger corporations and things like that. But I feel very lucky to be able to Learn and work so closely with my team, um, but then on the same note, um, also just be able to gain so many different learning experience because it's a small company. I can start in sales, but now a marketing project needs help or an operation project needs help, and I can say, you know, I left Fanshawe College um, for marketing, and now I see myself in more of a sales role. And then through that, through my career, I've also noticed, okay, maybe I like public speaking, maybe data is something that I never thought I would be interested in. And it really takes learning from people in the workforce to realize, okay, maybe this is the new strategy I want to take. Maybe this is a new career path. And again, something I never would have known when graduating Fanshawe.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. I think that that makes, it makes us so much more useful in the workforce when we can either work cross-functionally or cross-departmentally, or at least, or at least have a, a cross-departmental understanding of what's going on there. Like if you can understand both the sales and the marketing uh, edges of the same sword, you know, and typically we have people on one side or people on the other, but if you understand how they both work and help each other and support each other, I think it makes you uh, that much more of, a, of an asset. Um, so with regard to that team and with regard to challenges that, um, Covid-related challenges that your team was confronted with, and that, that uh, like, that you that your organization was confronted with. Uh, how what have you done to overcome those? What What is your team doing differently that two years ago they they might not have been?
1: Yeah. So one of the I think the biggest challenges um, working in the garden industry and more specifically planters is spring is our busiest season that is the time of year when obviously everybody wants to buy buy planters get their gardens ready and things like that and um our most recent work from home was actually during the spring um so i would definitely start with the challenge being that we had to adapt working from home during our busiest season all completely apart the um the tasks that we had to do the phone calls that we had to pick up we're a small business so we also taking all the phone calls, taking all the customer service. And um, I'll admit, sometimes it was a little bit hard to know what the right thing to say for a customer was and and things like that. But um, my company was very great with, um, you know, a lot of people come in with different technological specialties or weaknesses, and my company was able to adapt by actually training us almost all on kind of a basic level to make sure that we knew every single aspect of Microsoft that we could use to our advantage before we left. Every um, phone call that we like, phone call service that we could use to help us, um, and things like that. Yeah, basically, the main challenges was just getting through that working from home period during the spring. What
0: do you want the future of your career to hold for you?
1: For me, I think I definitely have a lot of professional and non-professional goals that I hope to see come through in the future. Um, But I definitely see myself maybe transitioning into more of a full marketing role, um, maybe into public speaking. But I think the greatest gift that I have is I, I don't know. I truly don't know what the next few years look for me Um, and I think that that's okay and that's something that really challenges me and excites me and I hope that in five years from now I can come and back and listen to this podcast and think to my 21 year old self thinking oh I want to do this and this and this is everything that came from it so I want to be open to a bunch of different careers a bunch of different experiences but ultimately and hopefully in some type of marketing or public speaking role.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome. It, it can be really, it can be a cool moment. I've had a few of them where I've looked back at times in my career where I was really afraid I didn't know what I was doing at all. Mm. And then you look back and, you and you know, sometimes it takes years and you can look back and be like, no, that actually made sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a, a path there. <laughs> didn't feel like it at the time, but it's, you know, I've had a very nonlinear path, but that's, I'm actually happy about it. Yeah, it uh, was before I was kind of, when I was in those moments, I was kind of insecure, about it. I was like, Oh, my God, this is gonna look like I don't know what I want to do with my life or something. But um, yeah, no, it all worked out. So finally, um, what advice can you offer to young graduates who are currently where you found yourself not too long ago?
1: Yeah, I I find it crazy because I remember a year ago when I was looking for a job. I remember listening to things like this and trying to figure out how recent graduates did it. And now I feel so incredibly lucky to be on the other side of it. And I hope to continue to share my story on that and be able to share more tips on you know how I got to here. But the most important um, lesson that I I learned and you know it's a very basic lesson but it's to truly never give up there are so many different ways that you can try to enter the workforce um, for me it took eight months of rejection and that's something before I was very ashamed of and I couldn't necessarily really understand why it was taking so long and then that yes hit and I, I sometimes I can't even remember that there was eight months of Rejections, failures. Okay, we need to try this strategy again. Um, and I truly can't reiterate enough, you know, keep trying. If one thing doesn't work, here's two more things that we need to try. Another tip that I would definitely say, and I touched on a little bit before, is LinkedIn is possibly one of the most powerful tools that you can use. Um, personal branding, and this could just be a marketing student perspective, but I think it applies to all job forces, that personal branding is so incredibly important. People get to know you from your LinkedIn and you know you can use that personal branding, make a website, um, add a few certifications on your LinkedIn, things like that will go incredibly far when you're trying to apply for a job. The, your personal brand is the most powerful asset that you can have when being a recent graduate and i think that that is eventually what helped me land my first role and i can't wait to see when i start looking for next roles what does my personal brand look like yearly and it will continue to grow um you know but the most important thing that i would definitely say is if you are a recent graduate and you find yourself, um, you know, feeling a little bit down about the rejections, continue to try, continue to find different ways to, um, evolve your skill set, continue to learn and, you know, learning truly doesn't stop when you end the classroom and good luck with your future career.
0: Awesome. I'm uh, not even going to say anything to that. I think that's a wonderful ending to, uh, to to uh today's episode. So I know you need to get going. You need to uh go off and do that good work and yep. uh get in your car and drive. I'm <laughs> so lucky. I used to drive 3 hours in the GTA and now I commute across my living room floor and
1: there we go. I
0: don't want to go back to anything else. <laughs> um but yeah, I know it. Thank you so much for taking this time to join us this morning, Ashley Rowe.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: For everyone who's been listening, this has been Preppers Digital Deep Dive podcast. I'm Adam. Please comment and subscribe, and we'll see you next week.